welcome to our Omarosa fan podcast. <laughs> or not. Not. Not fan podcast. Hello and welcome to Rocket Accelerated Geek Conversation. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace and Molecule. I'm Simone de Rochefort. I'm a video producer at Polygon.com. And I'm joined by Christina Warren, senior cloud developer advocate at Microsoft, and Brianna Wu, Democratic candidate for Congress, currently courting Omarosa <laughs> to be on your campaign. <laughs> No, no, this no, is not no, happening. She just finished the book. Not doing that. She seems like a lot of drama. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm pumped, Simone. I'm pumped, Frank. So we have a story this week. I'm not going to tell Rocket listeners why it was. But there was a story that came through, and I showed it to my husband. He said, Simone must do a dramatic reading of this. And then we asked you, and you're going to do it. So Rocket I'm going to do stay, it. Stay tuned for dessert today, because... I, I don't know if it's going to be better than uh, Taken by the iWatch, but it won't you know, be. You can always help. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean that that that's a uh, that's a tall order. It's but a classic. I, I, I have hope. I, the 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 dramatic reading that I will do later uh, will have judicious edits, but we'll cross that bridge when we come to it because we've got a lot of tech news to get through before we get to the frothier tech news and we're going to start <laughs> with the reviews of the samsung galaxy note 9 which is of course samsung's great big new phone with the great big price tag that is actually getting great big review scores so uh gizmodo and and gadget both loved it uh, i haven't looked at the verges review yet but i will say the gizmodo review that i read today described it in terms that redefined the word, the phrase glowing review for me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, uh, Sam, uh, Sam really liked it. He loved and, that uh, phone. Yeah. It was really interesting. I have to say, I was one of those things I was like, okay, you, you really like it. Like I thought I've liked some phones before. Um, but this but, man uh, I loves I that phone. I, I don't know if I've ever liked a phone the way that Sam liked the Galaxy uh, Note 9. But uh, so I'll give it about in very sensual terms, I would say. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> it truly <laughs> it's is. Really, it's wow. It's uh, I, I was I, as far as I could tell, though, Verge has not reviewed this phone yet, uh, at least as of this uh, when I checked in an hour ago. All right, I'm going to give a rundown of this phone so we can talk about our own reactions the reviews and then i'll check back and see if the verge has the review up yet so this is the massive it's like 6.4 inches it has six gigabytes of ram and you can also add more storage to it which is totally bonkers and there's also a, a higher uh spec one that has eight gigabytes again totally bonkers stats camera that is comparable to the pixel 2 and the iphone 10 um, which I'll return to. I think Sam Rutherford made some interesting points about that. And then, of course, additional pen functionality and a 14-hour battery life. Mm, I'll believe that when I see it. I would be I would be so interested in testing that. Um, and of course the thousand dollar to I think twelve fifty price tag. Which uh, is yeah, which is which is a lot. No, I mean Petty. I I, I I would also, it's one of those things where I'm kind of with you, Brie. I'm like, I'll believe it when I see it on the battery life, except I read one review, I think it was BGR, that said that it w- they got 22 hours. What? So, and they were the ones whoa. that were kind of like, eh, right? Ex- yeah, totally. So, I mean, I'm kind of thinking the battery life, I mean, because the, the, it's a massive battery, which obviously uh, Samsung has to be careful bragging <laughs> about. Because, you know, if, if we all remember the Galaxy Note 7... And we do, you know, because it exploded. Uh, well, that brings me to my first note about his review, which was so over the top. And at one point, he's like, he's using language like, and and this phone is like the finest Ferrari stretch limo variant with just everything thrown into it. I mean, I, I can't that. judge it till I try it, and right. you can play friggin' Fortnite on it. So. Okay, that's that's good. That's good, but like. Ferraris don't give you everything. Like they give you two things that are really, really well done. And my first reaction is like, there's no Ferrari that's like just magically exploded all the time. And then I looked it up, and in fact, uh, yes, the Ferrari F uh, uh, F450 had a huge problem with randomly exploding. 
to the point that they had to recall like $2.2 million of them. So, okay. so maybe the Note 7 is the Ferrari and this is like the dependable minivan that has a bunch of cup holders, but also incredible gas mileage. I, I guess. I maybe. Because it's so big, you can fit a lot of people in it. I, it wouldn't be great gas mileage. It would be it had a just ginormous like gas tank, and you can burn <laughs> as much gas. <laughs> You're just filling it with gas. But like by all accounts, like I, I think this sounds like a phone that that people are holding up as as something that is kind of changing the game which is a cliche like it's making huge strides in terms of well photography like living up to the standards of photography and improving in some areas but making huge strides in battery life and um just the general like the speed and functionality of it yeah yeah no i mean i think that it's it's weird because the biggest criticisms that you kind of read is that like maybe they haven't done anything with the form factor but Mm -hmm. i mean that's I don't really see that as as a critique. I, I mean, we we don't mark down or we didn't mark down the iPhone for years for using the same form factor. You know, if you have an 8 or an 8 Plus, it's not like people are like, oh, don't buy this phone yeah. because it looks the same as the 6 or the 6 Plus. You know, it's like, oh, no, it's got all these good things. Like a good design is a good design. Yeah. Um, I, it's interesting for me because reading how good the reviews are, I couldn't help but think that it's almost setting the stage. I think... This is and this is typically what happens with Samsung, right? Like they always come out with their phone like a month before the iPhone, and the iPhone does something to kind of steal their thunder. And in this case, I think we're all kind of expecting to have the bigger iPhone 10, like the iPhone 10 Plus. And although I still expect that the iPhone 10 Plus or, or or whatever it's called will be smaller in size than than Samsung's gigantic, ginormous phone, because you know, even when Apple goes big, they don't go as big as, as everyone else. Um, I, I wonder like what that will do to people who really like those bigger devices. Cause I have to say, even though I prefer the smaller phone, like in terms of size, if an iPhone 10 plus comes out, I'm probably going to buy it just because I don't know, like at this point, you know, the iPad mini doesn't exist and I kind you're of, an animal. <laughs> well, that, it, yes, but also, I mean, I know I have more screen real estate on the 10 than I did on the 7 Plus, And I know I, I complained endlessly about the lack of cute wallets for the, the 7 Plus, yeah. although they did eventually come through. So now I'm kind of I'm at the point where I'm like, well, I'll, I'll get the bigger phone again if they make it, you know, like I, I especially to get more battery life, to be honest, would be one of those things that would kind of push me in that direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And price wise, it's comparable. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I, I was really thinking about this reading this review because it goes through this list of specs we've seen a thousand times, right? Like, oh, the camera's better. Oh, the space is better. Oh, look, you can be like torrenting things while playing Fortnite and you're only going to get like a X percent drop, like, which is, which is great because I love to torrent things while playing Fortnite on my iPhone X. And, you know, I was really thinking about this. The only feature I care about at this point in a phone, like the only thing that's really going to get me to go out and run to get a new phone is, you know, the new form factor with the iPhone 10 was really exciting. You mm-hmm. know, it was... Face ID. Yeah, Face ID was awesome. It got, you know, um, as big a screen and a smaller form factor than the uh, iPhone, uh, you know, 8 Plus that I was using, which is awesome. But... The only at this point, the only thing I really care about is more battery life. I mean, I'm really curious for both of you. How often do you charge your phone? Because I go through a full charge at least twice a day on my phone. I charge it every day. It doesn't like drop down, but if I'm if it's like bedtime and I notice it's at thirty or something, I'll plug it in, or it it might get plugged in at work just because I'm at my desk. Yeah, yeah, I charge mine at least once all the way through a day. And it's one of those things where I'm like, you like, I don't know how much of it is. If I'm at my desk, I'm always charging it just because whatever. Um, I don't go through uh, as much of battery life as, as you do, Brie, but I certainly, it's one of those things where like with my iPhone 10, even, um, and even with my seven plus, like I don't feel confident that I could go a whole day without feeling like I, I 
you know, I, I would feel like I would need to be sure that I can plug in. Yeah. Like if I'm on a trip or something, like I, I need to make sure that like the airplane has a plug or that I've got a battery in, you know, the pocket or something. Like I, I, I don't feel like assured that I'm not going to. Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel you. It, like it, I definitely, like, I think sometimes maybe I have let it go a day without charging, but I'm probably plugging it in like as soon as I get to work. Or I'm like charging it while I'm in the shower in the morning. Like, please let me listen to music on the subway. Right. So, yeah, I mean, it's like I'm reading this review and you know, the DNC put out a uh, warning uh, recently, like warning uh, people running for Congress not to use certain uh, brands of uh, brands of Android phone. You know, Samsung was not on that list, but, you know, Android does have a large degree of like security concerns right sure. which is why on my campaign we mandate everybody's on iphone i think i've bought like four iphones in the last few months you know uh so it's i mean i'm looking at this and like the s pen as a remote it just seems gimmicky like asking third-party people to you know link the uh you know, your iphone your samsung note usage to the the pens you can click it for like a powerpoint presentation that feels really gimmicky to me and like i look at this and like okay i get that you like it i get that it's an upgrade but it just it feels like the same pitch i've gotten from apple like year after year it just doesn't I, I'm not seeing anything here that's making me want to switch to Samsung, if that makes sense. But if it yeah. truly does get 20 hours of battery life, does that make, does that, how does that, A, how does that translate into Brianna hours of phone usage because you're running a campaign? B, does it make a difference? It would if it weren't for the security issue, but yeah. that's very much like a Brianna Wu niche ultimate sure. edge case thing. So, and, yeah, and, and Christina Warren, like, now that I don't have to, you know, kind of keep up to date on Android, and it's not that I, I don't want to, it's just that it's no longer my job, so I'm not as, like, interested in buying an Android phone every year to, to play around with. I'm, I don't know, like, I iMessage owns me. I mean, honestly, like, I'm, I'm, I'm a slave to iMessage, and more than any other part of iOS, even though I, I buy and large, like iOS better, more than anything else, iMessage has my number, like, I, you know what I mean? Like, no matter I got how so scared. Somebody added me to uh, a group text conversation and I just got so scared because I, I remember the last time I was in a group text conversation and some of the people were Android users and I didn't get any messages for hours and hours and hours and then got like 70 messages <laughs> all about the plans that, that we had all supposed to have made together that I missed. Yep. yep. <laughs> So yes, I, I feel that. I feel that very much. Um so so one more thing with this phone. Yeah. I mean the other thing that really gets me is it's also not shipping with the latest version of Android. Now, oh my god, know. thank you for bringing oh, yeah. that up because right. I totally meant to talk about that and I forgot. So yeah, it's shipping with Oreo, with Oreo. rather with than Pi. Which it's like, yeah, most of I know that's not Samsung's it. fault, but that's just like the the nugget at the it center is. of well, the it Android is, it problem. Is. It, it, yeah. it, it is and it isn't because the fact of the matter is you know, Samsung makes, um, uh, and, and they have their own reasons to do this. I'm not criticizing the reasons to do this, but they make a lot of customizations on Android. Yeah. And so, you know, they skin it, they want it to look a certain way. And you know what, at this point, like there was a time when I would be critical of that. I'm not really anymore. Cause at this point, I think that there are arguably more people who know the Samsung interface touch than there are people who know what traditional Android looks like. So to a whole lot of people, the, it's the Samsung interface is equivalent with Android to them. And so, you know, they have their own reasons to to want to, you know, brand things the way they do. But I am going to say, I think it is a little bit their fault because, you know, the the SDKs and the, and the developer preview stuff has been out for months. And, you know, Samsung obviously has been developing this phone for a long time, but if they cared about being on the forefront of this stuff, they could take a more active role with Android development and, you know, building those things in. And, and you know, true, yeah. So, like, it, it, it it's it's an unfortunate situation, but it is kind of annoying if you're buying, if you're especially if you're spending $1,300 on a phone, if you want to get, like, the most high-end version, that you're not running the latest version of Android and you don't know when you're going to. Now, granted, I don't think that most of the, you know, uh, um, improvements happening with, with Android, uh, you know, Pi are are that spectacular. You know, most of them mm -hmm. are, uh, and it, but it, it doesn't change the fact that, you know, if that's what you care about, 
this is not the phone for you because it's never going to be cutting edge on the software side, at least if you're talking about official Google updates. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we all know when you get a new iPhone, most of the magic, or at least a, a good portion of the magic of it is from the changes to the software. Like take, uh, you know, uh, what would the face ID emojis, what were those called again? And emojis. Uh, and emojis. And emojis, emojis. Yeah. yeah kind of gimmicky but still a really cool fundamental part of using the iPhone 10 like doing that it's all those little tricks and optimizations that you look for I mean things as simple as like when touch ID came out I'm sorry 3d touch and you're pushing down to edit a cursor mm-hmm. that's a really big advance and you know at this point Samsung sells the most Android phones period of any other maker by far, if they wanted to work with Google more closely, they have the clout to do that. It's like you said, Christina, they are choosing because of TouchWiz and all their optimization, they're choosing not to do that at this point. So I I do have to kind of put it at their feet. I mean, we're like, what, like nine, 10 years into Android at this point? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, no, without a doubt. And I mean, the fact is, is that, you know, Google makes their roadmap visible earlier than ever because Google wants people to update as quickly as possible for security reasons. And granted, you know, Google has done a good job kind of decoupling certain aspects so that you can get later security updates, even if you're not on the latest version of Android proper and whatnot. But it doesn't change the fact that because Samsung makes so many changes to the OS that they can't, you know, just push out updates the same way that, say, Motorola um, can um, because they tend to do you know less optimizations or or even BlackBerry um, you know who, who tends to be uh, fairly good about that stuff and, and at the very least they do a very good job with um, updating the, the the security stuff um, you know as soon as as Google does usually so yeah I mean it that that's unfortunate and I think that unfortunately most kind of Android diehards know that because they don't sell the the kind of pure version of the um, the Samsung phones anymore for a, a few years they did. If you want the the Google experience, you need to get a Pixel or you need to get, you know, certain models LG or certain mo- uh, models Motorola because the the Samsung devices just are not going to be for you. This episode of Rocket is brought to you by Squarespace. Make our next move with Squarespace, which lets you easily create a website for your next idea with a unique domain, award-winning templates, and more. Whether you're creating an online store, a portfolio, or a blog, Squarespace is the all-in-one platform that lets you do just that. There's nothing to install, no patches to worry about, no upgrades needed. You don't have to worry about any of that stuff. Squarespace has got it covered. They have award-winning 24-7 customer support if you need any help. They let you quickly and easily grab a unique domain name. And all of those award-winning templates are beautifully designed for you to show off your great ideas. Guys, guess what I did? What did you do? I redesigned my website. (laughs) Like I've been talking about for months. I finally did it. I committed to redesigning it. And I love it still. I'm going to try to find the name of this accent. You know, that is not my business i don't need to talk about that what that is no Uh, it started as captain kirk yeah and then then i estelle getty and now you're a southerner i was gonna say i was gonna say i was gonna say i was gonna say say there was there was a bit of a british thing i think at one point and and now like it's southern like i don't know how i contain multitudes I can't believe you compared me to Estelle Getty. I'm no, using I the actually, Hayden I template. That too. Thank I you. actually was thinking. I was actually thinking somebody from Golden Girls. So yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm with you. Blanche. Yeah, I appreciate. I, I'm all of them. I'm all the Golden Girls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm every single Golden Girl. I redesigned my website. I'm using the Hayden template. 
it could let me have a big banner with like text on it on my front page, but I chose not to. But I kept the big banners for my blog post. So if you click onto a blog post, you'll see the title in white superimposed over the picture of, for the blog post. And it looks really nice, you guys. Yay! I'm glad that you are having a good time with this ad read, too. Squarespace plans start at just $12 a month, but you can start a trial with no credit card required by going to squarespace.com slash rocket. And when you decide to sign up, use the offer code ROCKET to get 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain and to show your support for ROCKET. Once again, that is squarespace.com slash rocket and the offer code rocket to get 10% off your first purchase after you have fun with that trial. Thank you so mm-hmm. much, Squarespace, for your support of Rocket. B- before we go to topic two, give yeah. me a southern accent. Give me your impression Hi, of a southern accent. I'm Simone Rochefort and oh, I love oh God. to talk about <laughs> tech. No. No. What are you doing? Come no, no, no. home no. for sweet tea. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love to have a nice you, you have tea on the veranda. Sweet tea. You need to specify. Like, there are many sweet teas. Like, that's, it just breaks the, the immersion of it. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, you do have to specify. I mean, my family is a Lipton family, but yes. Yeah. Yeah. I have the, a Lipton yeah. sweet tea <laughs> in the fridge. In oh, yeah. a big old pitcher. Uh, yes, actually. And if you, if you go to my parents' house right now and you open up the refrigerator, there is a pitcher of sweet tea and unsweet tea yeah. at all times. Oh, so you just call it sweet tea when you're talking with yourself. But I have to call it by its formal name. Well, no, Mr. because you Lipton have to, if, if, you're, if you're talking tea? about it, I mean, they we know it's Lipton's. But I'm just saying, like, if you go to their house, like... There's, there's, there's tea there. We're just saying, like, if you're talking about it and you're obviously getting the accent terribly wrong. So if you want to get some some cred, then you have to, when you talk about how you make your tea, you need to specify what what brand of of leaves you're using. And then I put it on the veranda in the sun. I don't. I know. I let the sun make my tea. So it's time for Christina's Tech Topics Corner. Exciting news for Christina Warren, who is from Georgia and yet doesn't have an accent. I do not. Um, I do not. It's so hard to get rid of it. You obtained two exciting things. Can we briefly talk about shortly about the first exciting thing, which is the Nokia phone that you ordered for $90, quote unquote. Because it's only $90. Yes, precisely. But before I do that, I do actually want to point out there are technically three things. The the third, I don't have yet, but there is a Kickstarter. We'll put the links in the show notes for these amazing pillows. Um, if you uh, oh my like uh, the company Throwboy who made my baby Steve Jobs doll, they have uh, a Kickstarter for a bunch of um, uh, like classic Mac product pillows. So Christina's like, Tech Topic yeah, Corner just what? keeps on giving. No, yeah, exactly. So oh. there's a uh, so there's like an Apple II pillow, and there's an a, a original Macintosh pillow, and there's an iMac Bondi Blue pillow, and there's oh an iPhone God. pillow, and there's an iPod pillow. I obviously had to get the entire pack. That's, uh, that's I, I yeah, I have to. How much? Are, how much are those? Like like two hundred dollars if you get the entire set. Okay, that's worth it. Um, I think I'm worth it. Yeah. yeah, I think so too. And these they're, they're yeah. big. So, and I, 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 I don't, you know, I, I'm not associated with this in any way, but I've worked, I've bought stuff like as a user for years. So I'm, I'm very confident in their quality and, and that stuff will be coming out. But anyway, I so love you know, the idea of walking on the couch are like these giant stuffed animals, like monster stuffed animals that are pillows. It's like a giant octopus and a giant dinosaur pillow. Like those yeah. are my pillows. Oh I, I'm, I'm, I'm putting the link um, in Skype, um, a Bree, so you can see. But I, I mean, yeah. I just feel like this is such a rocket user yeah. thing. Yeah, it like, absolutely is. Honestly, that I would look more professional. Money. That would look more professional. Yeah, no, I'm very excited. Yeah. But, yeah. but uh, in addition to the pillows that I bought myself that I'll get in January, um, yes, because it was ninety dollars. Even though I've written uh, to quote myself that nostalgia tech is bad. I did buy the, um, 
the, the Nokia 8110 4G phone. So this was announced at Mobile World Congress, and it is currently not available in the United States, but it is available in Europe and in Asia, and you can import it for $90, including shipping from eBay. And so it is a, you know, the old Matrix phone or the banana phone, you know, and it's, it's uh, I got mine in yellow. It's also available in black. And it is, uh, you know, a dump phone, but it does work on certain 4G LTE bands. Um, if you are importing this and you actually want to use it on 4G LTE, do note that the only band that works in the U.S. is is LTE band 5, which is one of the bands that oh. AT&T supports. So you're not going to have, like, cross-country 4G coverage. That's just how it works. But honestly, I, I bought it because it was $90. Um, and, uh, and I wanted to play with it. It runs this thing called KaiOS, which is... I think it's like a fork of Firefox OS, but Google's invested a lot of money in it. And, huh. and it has like a version of Snake on it, but it's not the Snake we know and love. It's like a new bastardized, terrible version of Snake. Um, what? 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 Wait, I hold on. Hold on. Ex- hold on. Explain. Yeah. Go, go deep. So, so, so it had its color and the Snake is not blocks. Like it can actually curve, but yet you still control what? it with the, the, the two, four, you know, uh, uh, six, eight. And, and I don't, I don't like it. I'm not a fan. What we are planning on doing though, my, my, uh, my coworker, um, uh, um, and I, um, we want to kind of port, find like the old blocky snake and find a way to like write it in HTML or JavaScript or something and then port it over. So, um, that's what Suze and I, uh, want to do uh, amongst other things. Also, Suze Hinton, um, uh, at Noobcat on uh, Twitter is the reason that I bought this because she got one and then I had to see it. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I love your tech jealousy. It is oh, my favorite no, thing no, about no, you. No, she showed it to me and I was like, yeah, gotta do it instantly. <laughs> gotta have it. So I'll say this. It is a terrible phone if you're buying it to be like your daily driver. Because using T9 in 2018 is is an awful experience. Oh. Um, it, it's genuinely terrible. Like I like logging into my Wi-Fi and then like entering in my Twitter password and like doing other stuff. Like it's a it's a horrendous experience. Tell listeners what T9. So T9. <laughs> is, is, so, 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 I mean, I know, I know, no, I know, but I, I love that that is actually a genuinely no, good no, idea it, in 2018. It, it, Okay, it, no, exactly. So, so T9, so back before like the BlackBerry and the Trio and obviously the iPhone virtual keyboards, if you wanted to send SMS text messages to your friends, you would have to use the um, oh, one through nine and, and zero uh, keypad. And so like the, the number two would, would count as like ABC and number three would be, you know, a DEF and, and, and so on. And you had to press the keys multiple times to get the letter that you wanted and then use other, um, you know, buttons to, to use space bar, you know, to insert spaces or, or special characters or whatever. And this is one of the reasons why text speak became what it is, where mm-hmm. people used shortened characters and, and got rid of certain vowels and things because it was a pain in the ass to, LOL. you know, send people long, properly formatted messages. So in, um, but in 2018, you know, going back to this thing that I haven't used since like 2007 was really interesting. And, and I, I'm not good at it. I was at one time very good at it and I'm not good at it anymore. And, uh, and it's slow and it's, and it's a complicated, um, but I have to say, you know, the, the camera on it, it's like two megapixel. It's genuinely atrocious. Um, it's slow, but there is 4g and it has Wi-Fi on it, Bluetooth, whatnot. The battery life is terrific. I, uh, I haven't, um, I haven't done anything with it, but I also haven't charged it in like five days and I still have like full battery. Holy um, crap. Cause it's just, st- it's just sitting around. It like just doing is. Nothing. It exists. That's beautiful. And you, I, I'm, I'm proud of you for buying this. And I really like the article that you linked to us from tech radar, which will be in the show notes about why they couldn't put this, the matrix spring loaded okay. yeah. cover okay. in. I have to say this. I want to love this stuff. I want to buy this phone. I'm even really why? Why, Brie? Why you? She loves because she because loves the Matrix. Yeah. Okay. Like, okay. Like, see, Simone, you. I. It's hard to communicate just how groundbreaking Matrix was when it came out. I yep. mean, I love you know, the Matrix when it came right. out. Yeah, but you were like ten, so right. it's not the same. It's it's it was. It was the experience, right? Like it was one of those movies in college you just watched with your friends over and over and over again and just got to know every single scene of it. Like 
that kind of like Star Wars experience. So like they come out with it and I always wanted that phone, but without the switch in it, it's just that jackknife experience. It just, I, I, it, it's holding me back. Do you know what I mean, Christina? Yeah, no, totally. And, and, and part of me wishes that like it had been metal and like high end, like the matrix phone was. And obviously it's, it's not, I mean, and look, and part of me is also glad that it's not because $90 is one thing, you know, to, to spend on a toy. Uh, however, you know, many hundreds they would have had to charge if they actually made it. The quality that it, it was in, in 99 is another. Um, and and I have to say, like, I, I've said to some people, like, they, they really like the idea of having, you know, a, a dumb phone that could connect to, to 4G bands that would be just like either a 2FA device or, you know, something that would keep them not on their phone they like that concept and, and I'm all for it. I'm, in my opinion though, this is just something you buy as a toy to play with and maybe to, to do some programming on, to use in some fun ways. You don't buy this as a daily driver. The camera is terrible. The lag it's, it's, it's slow and laggy. The T9 is going to drive you crazy, but, but, but. Uh, it, it's, it's fun. I mean, it's a really fun toy. Like I don't regret it. I mean, honestly, you know, the Snapchat spectacles, that was like a waste of money, like both times. So this will, I'll remember, I'm going to remember this next time Brie quizzes me. And the other product that you received today, just yes. today, was just the today. Microsoft so, Surface Go, which is out now. And and I have to say, so I'm still at the point where um, I'm, I'm really kind of putting this to the test where I'm like installing updates and doing other stuff on it. Um, so that's taken up a lot of time, um, but I really like it. it so uh, the, catch listeners up. Tell them what, tell them what yeah. this is. The so, Surface so, the Surface, yeah. so the Surface Go, it, it starts at... Um, Three ninety nine, but if you want to get it with like the good guts, you're going to have to spend um, a little bit more money. Like I think like l- over five hundred dollars um, for the 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 uh, tablet, and then another hundred and thirty for the keyboard. But it's basically you know it's about the size of of an iPad nine point seven or or the you know formerly iPad Pro nine point seven, and uh, but it, it it's a fully powered you know windows 10 pc so it's uh it's a super tiny super cute computer and i have to say um the the build quality which everybody in, in all the reviews that i'd read you know commented on how good it was and i have to say this is one of the best built quality devices i've ever come across in this kind of price range like you you don't expect something that is this inexpensive to feel every bit as good as the $1000 plus service right. prices that it does. And the keyboard, which is $130, um, I got the Burgundy one in Alcantara. Um, so it's kind of got the suede thing, but it has, you know, a glass trackpad. It's backlit. It's super tiny, but it, I love it. Very good key travel. Also very high quality, um, well-built. It, it just snaps into the bottom. Um, I'm going to put this now, see if you can hear this on the Ooh. Wow. Uh, oh, do it again. again. Wait, do that again. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's very satisfying. So, 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 so it's oh. very satisfying. It's super strong, you know, kind of magnet has a keyboard thing. It's great. Um, mm. It's uh, it's thicker than the iPad, um, but uh, you know, you've got a full, but you've got a full computer with it. I, I definitely prefer the keyboard on this to the keyboard on the iPad Pro. It works with a Surface Pen. That's an additional uh, amount of money. I didn't buy one with this, but I have a Surface Pen with my Surface Book, and I've used it, and it works fine. Um, it comes by default with Windows uh, 10S mode enabled, which is kind of like you can only install apps from the Microsoft Store and it's it's limited in um, in some of the functionality, but it's supposed to be better for battery life and security. Um, I am still in S mode, but I'm going to have to get out of S mode because unfortunately I want to use uh, uh, Visual Studio Code and uh, that will require using... Um, you know, installing a third-party um, apps that, that are not in the app uh, that are not in the store. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, no, I mean, I have to say, so far, and it's it's only been a couple of hours. I'm really, really impressed. Um, it's small. The bezels are huge, and there are going to be some people who are going to be bothered by that. I, I think that'll go away. I, I a part of me kind of appreciates it from a tablet perspective. Part of me, from a PC perspective, you definitely see them. But I also think all the other things considered with this device, they're really good. Um, you know, it, it's a it's a low spec device, but it's it's so far. I mean, I'm not I'm not running. Um, I'm not being easy on this thing. You know, I, I, I set it up and I immediately 
started to kind of hook up to some of my corporate network stuff and started downloading a million updates and doing a million mm-hmm. things in the background. And I was actually impressed with how well it's kind of keeping up stuff. Like it's 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 not um, slowing down, so to speak. And so, so in the like iPad, uh, Surface, and Chromebook ecosystem, where 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 do you see people getting the most out of this? So this is going to be more powerful than a Chromebook because you can obviously run anything you'd want to run run on a Chromebook, especially mm-hmm. if you install the, the free version of Windows 10 Home, which is you know you're able to unlock. Um, it uh, if you're if your primarily use cases is, is to want to be like a tablet, like an iPad, so you want to watch Netflix and Hulu and 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 you know play games um, and and access things that are in the App Store. This is not going to be as good. I can already tell that because just there aren't as many apps available for it, and it's kind of mm-hmm. not that device. But if you want a really tiny computer that you can kind of take anywhere that you can use to watch Netflix or other stuff, you know. It works great for that, but um, it, it's really designed to be like a, a, a mini computer. You know, it's great for for word processing or for email or for, you know, when I put VS Code on it, you know, doing coding work and connecting to the internet. And um, so I think that it's, I definitely like this better than the Chromebook. I think that uh, for the price, I think a lot of people who are looking at an iPad Pro, if you're looking at an iPad Pro primarily to replace a real computer and not because there are specific iOS apps that you really want. And, and to be clear, there are some really good iOS apps for the iPad Pro. But if you're wanting, if you're primarily going to be doing document creation and, and maybe some photo editing and, you know, um, a, a lot of things with text, mm-hmm. I think this is really, really good. Cool. So I um, I mean, I, I, I what I'm going to do, I'm going to San Francisco tomorrow and I'm going to only take this with me. So because I'm only going for the day, I'm flying in the morning, I'm flying back in the afternoon. And so my my real test on this is that I'm not going to bring my Mac. I'm not going to bring my my Surface Book. I'm not going to bring my iPad. I'm only going to bring this in my phone. And I'm going to really kind of put this through the paces to see I like this. how this works. That yeah. sounds so scientific. I w- yeah, I'm, I'm trying to be real with this. You know, obviously I work at Microsoft, but I want to be able to definitively say what this is good and what this is not good for. But so far, I have to say I'm very impressed um, with the build quality and... Um, with uh, with how cute it I is. Feel I, feel like, uh, I feel like it has a kind of witchcraft about it because your first comment was, this is cute as heck. Uh-huh. We're paraphrasing. And I watched Dieter's review uh, on The Verge and he lists some some downsides that I, I think are, are quite valid that are downsides for him. But he loved it and he's so like enamored with it. it is its cuteness like some kind of it, yeah. How, how does it get part you? Of it? I think, I, I, <laughs> I'm not I think saying that that's like all that it is. Like no, that's the no, only no, good thing about it. But the reaction that I'm getting from a lot of people is like, oh my God, I'm holding it and I love. Right. Well, here's the thing. Most of the time for this price point, um, which to be clear, once you get, you know, the keyboard and the pen, if you get that and, and the higher. Um, and did, you, eight, did you get the fabric keyboard? I did, yes. Of course, you um, did. love it. Um, well, because that was the only way I could get the one in, in um, Burgundy. Because um, eventually, what's going to happen is that I'm going to give this to my husband. So I'm I'm reviewing it, and then I'm going to give it to him. Well, no, he he spilled water on his MacBook Pro. Oh. Killed the, he will he killed oh, the trackpad. No. Yeah, oh. and and he killed the trackpad, and 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 to replace the logic board is is more than the computer's worth. So this will be kind of a good thing for for him to kind of use um, in the interim. But um, and then you know, kill two birds with one stone because I got to I'm going to get to play with it. I think that, to be clear, like this isn't super inexpensive once you add all the pieces up. But then again, neither is an iPad Pro, and frankly, neither is the the nine point seven inch regular iPad. Once you get the accessories involved, but you rarely see, at least on the Windows side, a device that has this high build quality at this price point. Like that's the thing. Like usually, if you're buying like a sub five hundred dollar laptop, mm-hmm. it's heavy and it has crappy battery life and it's not well built, and you get the feeling that you're going to get maybe a year and a half out of it and then it's going to die. You get the same feeling with most Chromebooks. You know, the, 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 um, the, the, the pixel book, you know, is, is really beautiful, but it's like the price of a MacBook pro. And, and this is, you know, that level of build quality, but in an inexpensive device and granted, it's not going to be as powerful. And, and I think that for power users, this certainly wouldn't be able to be a primary computer. Although I don't know. I mean, I've got to kind of go through, see everything that'll work with it. But um, as a secondary kind of thing, I think this is great. Um, I, a, a colleague of mine, 
he had, you know, Windows on it briefly and he's already put Linux on it. And the Linux support he says is actually really, really good. So if you mm-hmm. want to get nerdy with it, you can do some really nerdy things. But um, I mean, I'm really the keyboard is the thing I'm so far the most impressed with because it is so terrific. Um, you know, that the travel's great, the feel of it is great. The trackpad, like I said, is it's glass, it's backlit, and it's this thin, you know, tiny, you know, uh, you know, keyboard that with this Alcantara covering, it's so much better then the iPad Pro keyboard, you know, the official Apple one, it's not even comparable. Like, it's one of those things where you're like, really? You know, mm-hmm. like, how how can one company, you know, do so well with this and then another company, which is lauded for good reasons, being like the best at design, like, not even come close? I mean, it's just, it's a really terrific uh, keyboard. They're small, but kind of like Dieter said this in his review, and I agree, um, I have small hands anyway, but, you know, I've immediately had like no issues adjusting to the size. Mm-hmm. So it's, and I do think the cuteness is definitely part of it, right? Like, cause you don't expect to have something that feels this nice in this type of package. Is this going to be for everybody? No, but especially if you're somebody who is like looking at a Chromebook, for instance, I think this is worth a look because you can do a lot more with it. It's a lot more versatile in terms of the types of apps that it can run and the types of things you can do with it. You can still kind of have it in that Chromebook mode if you kept it in the S mode or whatnot. Um, it's really lightweight. It's really portable. And yeah, it's, it's, but it's a real computer, you know? And, and yeah. um, so I, I, I'm a fan, you know, I, I, I need to spend more time with it. But like I said, tomorrow when I go on a day trip, this is all I'm going to be taking with me. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how it does and yeah, I'll, I'll I mean, for next week. I mean, for me, I, my, I'm at for, you know, quoting rocket or doing email, you know, it's in my office. It's my right. best computer. Um, my MacBook, my 12 inch MacBook, it serves as, you know, I'm sitting on the couch and I need to do something that I can't do on my iPhone, right? Like write an email or you're going on a trip or you're going to a meeting you need to be able to type notes. I, I do think I'm not the only person that doesn't need a full laptop for that kind of stuff, but wants like a, a secondary highly portable machine. Mm-hmm. The thing is, it's really hard to justify the cost of a 12-inch MacBook for that right. because – yeah, the, the, at least the current generation of it, uh, you know, it's got the congenital keyboard issues. Uh, it is powerful enough to play Civilization, you know, which I like, and it's, you know, it's it's a good enough computer to use for all of those tasks. But you know, when Apple Care and everything else is said, I I think I spent like fifteen hundred dollars on mine, you know, plus a little bit more for tax. That's really hard to justify for a lot of people. Right. And I think um, if you're open to the Windows ecosystem like this, this feels like a a very good value. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, you know, there are especially if you spend a lot of time. I mean, this is this is going to be different for everybody. But like, obviously, because of what I do, I spend a lot of time in office docs. I just do, you know, I spend a lot of time in Outlook. I I spend a lot of time in PowerPoint. I spend time looking at Excel sheets and sometimes Word documents and and, and other things. And um, although um, uh, Office for iOS is great, if I'm preparing a a, a PowerPoint, you know, to give out a conference or to to do for something else, um, honestly, it's better for me to use a laptop, whether it's a Mac or a PC. Like an, an iPad just doesn't really cut it, whether I'm using Keynote or PowerPoint. It's just not always the same experience. I don't have access to the same fonts. There are just, there are differences. And so if you're one of those people who needs certain things, I think that it's well worth looking to, um, uh, you know, because it can kind of fill that secondary computer place. And then, like I said, um, you know, I use Visual Studio Code, which is cross-platform for a lot of stuff. And, and um, you know, once, once I get the S mode disabled, I'll be able to install that. I was actually remarkably impressed because the home version of, of Windows 10 doesn't support something called domain join. And so I was a little concerned like how I was going to get access to some of my work things. And by signing in with my domain, it automatically downloaded certain policy apps, including <laughs> our VPN and other stuff. And this was without disabling the, um, the, 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 the S mode. So I think to me, that's actually a really good sign. Cause that means that if schools or people are going to be embracing it, you can do a lot, even in that lockdown mode. 
code where, you know, people can have things installed automatically and, and use, you know, their their corporate or, or other credential devices. Um, one of the nice things, too, which, again, is kind of surprising for something this inexpensive, it supports Windows Hello, which, of course, is, is like Face ID, where, you know, you just look at the camera and it unlocks the device for you, which is great, not just if you've got, you know, the keyboard attached, but if you don't have the keyboard attached, you know, if you're just using it as a tablet, Mm -hmm. you know, that's one less thing to have to type out. Um, You know, you just, just look at it and unlocks. So um, I'll have more next week, but so far, um, and and if you're listening to this, uh, uh, you know, on uh, online, um, uh, tweet me at film underscore girl. Let me know if you've got questions, if you want me to run certain tests or or to look at certain things, because I'm I'm happy to do that. Um, Yeah. But uh, looking forward to your, your verdict yeah. next week. But so, yeah, but so far I have to say it's super cute and I'm su- I'm really surprised by how much I like it. Wow. This episode of Rocket is brought to you by Molecule. I'm sure you've spent a lot of effort into making your home comfortable, welcoming, and maybe even smart. I know I have. But have you ever thought about the air pollutants in your home, because without them, you could sleep better, feel better, and live better. Molecule is the only air purifier that actually destroys pollutants. Let me tell you, yeah, yeah, let me tell you why that's important. More than 80% of people living in urban areas that monitor pollution are exposed to air quality that does not meet recommendations set by the World Health Organization. And if you are in Seattle or anywhere on the West Coast right now, you know what that's like, am I right? Uh, Oh my God, (laughs) I was going to say, the the air right now is worse than it is in Beijing. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Yeah, no, we had to close the windows and stuff because it like was so bad, even though it's hot. But no, when I was in Redmond, like coming home from work today, I was texting Grant and I was like, I can taste everything because of the wildfires. Like it is so smoky. It is one of those things where it looks like it's fog, but no, it's smoke. And it's Grant was like still better than Brooklyn. I'm like, no, dude, this is like China levels. He's like, yeah, actually, they were saying that the air quality is worse than Beijing today. I was like, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, my friend, I have friends coming out this week and they're like, oh, we're so looking forward to the New York fresh air. And I was like, sure you are. And they were like, no. And they show me the numbers. And I was like, oh, God, it's like a factor of 100. Anyway, want to hear some bad news? Indoor air can be up to five times worse than outdoor air. Want to hear some good news? (laughs) Molecule are introducing a breakthrough science that is finally capable of destroying air pollutants at a molecular level. And their many, many happy customers are reaping the benefits with customers saying they're able to breathe through their noses for the first time in years. Molecule has a clean design with high quality experience. It's been described as the apple of air purifiers. And it is also verified by science and tested by real people who like to breathe. They've also already helped allergy and asthma sufferers cope with their conditions and significantly reduce systems. Symptoms, not systems, but symptoms, the systems that are broken in your body. The Molecule Air Purifier is whisper quiet, energy efficient, made for rooms of all sizes. It is portable and it is connected because you can uh, bleh, you can control it using its touchscreen display or remotely using the iPhone or Android app. So you need to go and look at what the Molecule Air Purifier can do and see it in action, see its beautiful, beautiful body in action, and perhaps breathe happily in your home, which may be on the West Coast and therefore making you sad right now. So you can go to Molecule.com, that is Molecule with a K, the same word that you know and love, but now with a K, M-O-L-E-K-U-L-E.com to take a look around. And then when you make your first order, use offer code ROCKET to get $75 off. That is offer code ROCKET for $75 off your order. Thank you so much for Molecule for your support of Rocket. I have to say, I think that company is going to do very well. There's unfortunately a product that's going to be an increasing demand. No, I was just thinking that. I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. I I was like, my office, even though the window is now closed, like I'm looking at like the film of of crap, like all over everything. And I'm like, like, yeah, um, I I, I would like to purify my house. And, And I mean, you live in New York, Simone, even though the... 
the New York uh, weather is is better than the, the Seattle air quality. Yes. Like I think Still. we've all seen we've all seen the terrible things that happen in our apartments. Oh, uh, oh yeah! Every time I open the windows, terrible things happen to my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have three active contaminants in my house. My dogs, so <laughs> whatever will like desmellify my house would oh be my awesome. God. I'll pay any amount of money for that. So, all right, are you ready for now, listeners? I know that we sometimes say a lot that a topic, a certain topic is the most quintessential rocket topic that has ever existed in the history of the show, and I. I present to you today the last time I will say that because nothing is going to meet this intersection unless Taylor Swift was involved. But that the intersection the thing. of Azealia yeah. Banks using Instagram stories oh my gosh. to tell out the story of her time in the house owned by Elon Musk and Grimes, or presumably Elon Musk, Grimes lives there. It was a lot so as as set the the stage as far as we can gather, and this is I we, we want to do the disclaimer. Christina, do you want to do the disclaimer? Yes. So the disclaimer here is that um none of these parties are reliable narrators. Yes. Uh, they have all made claims that are uh, shall we say unbelievable. So there's there's a lot there. Uh, I'm going to start with Azalea Banks. Two One Two is still one of my favorite songs. She's very talented. She's also notorious for 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 uh, her her beefs. She's been banned from Twitter twice. Uh, she was kicked off. Her main account was kicked off when she said uh, some unspeakably terrible racist things about uh, Zayn Malik, who my least favorite member of One Direction, but certainly did not deserve any of what she said to him. It's really bad stuff. Uh, she also was recently uh, banned for 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 some sort of a beef with someone else. Maybe Cardi B. I, I, I don't know. Uh, no, it was a participant on Monet Exchange from RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, that's correct. Yes, Monet. Yeah, that's correct. Is she, the, the, she, she, maybe she made Cardi delete some of her Instagrams or something. I don't even know. Um, Elon, obviously, you know, as, as Brie and I discussed last week, he, he likes to tweet things and, and sometimes <laughs> the SEC has to get involved because of what he tweets and, and, and Grimes, you know, um, uh, is, is Grimes and, and, and also just not really a reliable, well, actually Grimes hasn't weighed in on this at all. So, but, but regardless, everybody involved with this is, uh, is unreliable. So all of this is conjecture. Frankly, it doesn't matter because it's so entertaining. At least that's going to be my philosophy. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know how you guys feel. I'm kind of like, I don't care what's true. I'm on board. I'm so, I very feel so this. I, I'm here for the pure drama between uh, people who exist in a tier of society that I will never access, which is the exactly. best kind of drama that there can be. I will tell is the story of Azealia Banks, who was invited from New York City to Los Angeles to make music with Grimes in the house of Elon Musk. And while there found herself in a scenario which she compared to the great film Get Out. Um, and, <laughs> and that's a quote. That's yes, a quote. That is a quote. Really? Yes. She felt yeah. that she was living in a, a sequel to Get Out um, and went on to make several glorious Instagram stories, some of which I will read, some of which I will not, because she uses language that I find ableist and bad. However... I will read this one, which is the first one. LOL, Elon Musk is better off hiring an escort. At least an escort would have kept her mouth shut about his business. He's got some dirty sneaker inbred out of the woods, paps beer, beep, meth-headed junkie running around town telling everyone everything about him. All because he needed a date to the Met Gala to hide his shrinking from Amber Heard. <laughs> LOL. Oh. A flipping oh. rebound. A beta male who took steroids and got hair plugs to convince himself he was alpha. There's no reason that in this collab with Grimes, I know so much about quote unquote Elon Musk. Dot dot dot. Grimes really is an idiot. This and is just the start. Oh. So, yeah. No, that's just. I mean, wow. Wow. Like, she really, like, went after... I mean, like, that's some, like... This is how you know Azalea Banks They're is layers. really good at beef. You know what I mean? Because, like, this is, like... Remember when, uh... Um, uh... When, uh... 
uh, Remy Ma did the did, did the diss track against uh, uh, Nicki Minaj and just completely destroyed Nicki Minaj last year. Yeah, Shutter, and 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 it, it's using the, the the famous Nas track Ether as as the, as the baseline. This is like that. But like with Elon and Grimes. What this reminded target. me of, I just watched the John Mulaney's, uh, one of John Mulaney's comedy specials, and he mentions teenagers having the ability to look at you and point out the thing that you yourself are secretly insecure about. And I feel like she did that. To both of them. <laughs> she just no, like, she, like dug her nails like, in and was like, yes. No, she's like hair plugs. Here are your problems. You. you know, like, 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 inbred sneaker paps blue ribbon like whatever she said about grimes which oh my god like glorious i feel like this is there's there's bad drama and there's good drama right like bad drama is elon not thinking through a problem and like getting regulators involved and potentially defrauding investors right (laughs) like that's bad drama that's but like a smackdown with a wrapper over your hair plugs this is what I would categorize as good drama. Now, did Absolutely. he reply? I, I know I mean, Grimes did yeah. reply, right? No, I don't think so. I don't think she did. I don't think Grimes has said anything. So, so Elon uh, spoke to Gizmodo over direct message, as <gasps> one does. Um, and, and I, I've said this before, but but Elon Musk follows uh, only a few Twitter accounts, and one of them, for whatever reason, is Gizmodo. And so, <laughs> one of the things I miss he loves the most. Them. Well, but see, we're never nice to him. Like, I don't understand. Like, I would have, if I were, I would have unfollowed us years ago because he at loves this point, careful criticism of his actions. Well, because like we will just like straight like this is what I I really miss about working there is that if I had like a question, I just straight up start DMing Alon and be like, "Dude, what's happening?" And then he was remarkably candid. Wow. So so, so uh, Sydney did DM him and was like, "Dude, what's happening?" He's like, "I've never met this girl," but. People have multiple people have confirmed that 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 Azalea Banks was indeed at his house. Now that doesn't mean that he was there, but but it's apparently been confirmed that she was actually at his house. And then Azalea Banks had a direct message conversation on Instagram store on Instagram with Business Insider, where she like gave even more gossip. So I don't know, guys. Like this whole thing is crazy. Mm-hmm. And I, here I is the tech angle on this: the the claim from Azalea Banks is that Elon Musk was on the phone trying to get investors for, like, taking Tesla private um, and that he was having a rough time of it. Yeah. So and that's she also our, claimed, content for the day. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, the tech angle is that they were that, that this happened on Instagram. I, I mean, it, it ended it with Elon Musk. I, I don't even think we need to go for the reach of, like, the, that it involved the insider potential, like, scandals. Of, it's of, all. It's all tech. It, it is. It's all rocket. This, it's pure this, rocket in its I was most say, dangerous form. This, I was going to say, this is, I've never heard a more perfect rocket story ever. And, ever, uh, and ever. ever, like like when we saw this, I was like dying. I was like, oh my God, like, this is the best thing ever. I mean, obviously it it's, uh, I mean, it's just so, cause like, like you said, Simone, this is like people at another class, like another level that like mm-hmm. we will never exist in. So it's just yeah, really I don't enjoying. agree with that. Simone is going to be first lady of the United States one day. <laughs> I, I and I'm going to invite that. all of them to my house and I'm going <laughs> to well, track them there. Well, yes. I mean, uh, but yes, exactly. Uh, Azalea Banks has, has said many crazy things in her day and it's gotten to many arguments with many people. This is far and away like this is this is like maybe her greatest hit. Like I don't I don't I don't know how it goes I mean, two on two, and then this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I have a policy. I don't usually go after other women publicly. I just don't. It's my policy. But I'm about to break that policy. So like I heard about Grimes, and I'm like, okay, whatever. This is some, you know, Justin Bieber, teeny bopper, someone. I have no idea who they are. But I started reading about this, and it's like she does. EDM. She has electronic yep. music. And I'm like, oh, well, this is something I'm interested in. So, like, I'm like, okay, what's this check done? And I, this was my research for the show this week. I listened to her albums and all of that. And I gotta say, not much talent, even by EDM standards. Oh, no. Which are, which are not very high. I mean, it takes, she's, uh, it's, it's not very well produced it's kind of derivative and like that song for suicide squad is 
kind of okay, but like weak auto-tuned vocals, mm-hmm. like like uh, mediocre production values, just like honestly, I could point to you to a hundred women that are doing better work in this space. I mean, it's it's just shocking to me. And like if you're trying to get that pixie girl like EDM thing, like there, there's so many people that are doing that better and have more talent right now. Well, so, and they have better producers, I think yeah. is the big thing, right? Like, yeah. like she, like, it, it's interesting because with a better producer, she might be able to put out some more interesting things. And it's funny too, because she toured like with, uh, with Lana Del Rey, who gets a lot of criticism. I like Lana Del Rey. I mean, I think yeah. that she's, you know, uh, in some ways, she is also kind of the manic pixie dream girl sort of thing, you know, but she's of of the non-EDM variety, right? Like, so I can kind of see that they're both that girl. But I actually like Lana Del Rey, and I think Lana Del Rey does some really interesting um, things, and, and her, her stuff is catchy. But yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I don't think I don't think Grimes is is that spectacular, although it was really interesting when Alon started dating her because you're kind of like, well, she's cool. Like, you know what I mean? No, and, she's and, cool. Yeah. Which is like outside of establishment ish. Right. Right. Like, and not in a way, not like Amber Heard isn't cool, but like Amber Heard, as we discussed, as beautiful as she is and as talented as she is, and as much as we like her, has made some questionable decisions with (laughs) dating life, right? Like, it's a fact. So, you know, um, Elon and Grimes, and that was just like kind of a weird, I was like, okay. It was very unexpected. Names out of a hat. Completely, which it, which you know, because he needed a date to the Met Gala. <laughs> I mean, damn, like oh, wow. shrinking dick from Amber Heard. Yes, we know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we know, like, damn, like, go in, girl. Like, I mean, <sighs> it's a lot. It's a lot to handle. Well, I will. I'm. I've put the link to the uh, a tweet with the photos of Azealia Banks's other Instagram stories in the show notes, as well as the Business Insider story, which is fantastic. And I would like to ask you, Christina, what you're up to this week. So I am flying to San Francisco uh, tomorrow, aka Thursday. So if you're listening to this, uh, the day it comes out that day, um, in and out to record a podcast with Kevin Scott, um, uh, our CTO for the latest episode of behind the tech. So hey. that'll be good. And uh, then I'm recording some videos, um, on, uh, on Friday, um, for, for some stuff that's happening. So just a kind of same old, same old, but the, uh, the most exciting thing is that I'm going to actually be able to put the, uh, the surface go to like the test, so to speak. Oh. Um, you know, cause okay. like I said, I'm, I'm, I've decided like, I'm literally only taking that. I'm not taking um, my MacBook. I'm not taking my my Surface Book. I'm not taking my iPad. I'm taking my Surface Go, and we'll see how it does. Um, I think it'll do well, but but it's still kind of always one of those scary things when you're kind of taking a brand new uh, machine with you someplace. Yeah, so you don't want to get stranded. Do. All right, Bree, what are you up to? I am about to break breaking news <gasps> here on Rocket. Yes. There is another chapter in the movie Passocalypse. <gasps> Uh, that's happened while we've been yes. recording. So I'm about to what, what, update it right yes, here. Yes, please, please do. They've please do. just posted. Uh, so they've just posted their quarterly earnings. Uh-huh. And they lost $104 million in the second fiscal quarter, which is a big turnaround because at the same time last year, the company had reported a gross profit of, wait for it, $223,000. So they go yeah. from making two hundred and twenty, which is it, that's positive. You're making yeah. money. That's no. Good, well, yeah, to, no. That <laughs> losing one hundred and four million dollars, which is a, a non-trivial amount of money. Yeah, no, and, and it's a big number. And I mean, you know, keep in mind that that uh, the, the the end of the the you know June uh, quarter uh, two thousand seventeen was uh, before they were charging ten dollars a month. So, oh wow. So before uh, Helios and Matheson bought the majority thing, before they dropped the price to $10 a month. So, yeah, uh, I, I guess the whole, you know, we're going to make money eventually thing isn't really coming true. Also, latest update for anybody following the movie, uh, um, uh, past movie Pop- Passocalypse. Yeah. Movie Passocalypse. Very, very good, Brie. Um, so the, the latest thing is, is not only starting today has the new three movies a month plan for non-annual uh, pass holders taken into effect, but it's not three movies a month. It's like you get to choose from, in most cases, two movies a day. 
that you'll actually be able to see from. So like you can see Slender Man and, uh, you know, like the Meg, like that, those might be your only choices. Oh, it, it varies theater to theater. Um, their, their e-ticket theaters will have all of them, but if you want to go to like a normal movie theater and you want to be like, Oh, I want to see, you know, Christopher Robin. No, no. I mean, if you get lucky, that might be one of them that they're letting you see, but no, they're, they're like selecting like what movies you can choose from. So, uh, I want to yeah. see Christopher Robin. Same, but you can't with Movie Pass. Uh, again, I think AMC is just like laughing all the way to the bank on this one. I love it. I wow. Love it. Well, Other stuff I'm doing this week. We're finishing up another commercial sheet tomorrow. Uh, canvassing, doing all the normal political stuff. On a personal note, I am happy that it's finally cool enough to ride my motorcycle around. I bought Yay. all new. I bought all new armor this year, and it's. I'm wearing in the newest commercial that we're airing soon, which is really awesome. Like I'm on my bike and like zooming off to go fight for District Eight, which is really cool. So that's what I'm up to. Nice. Uh, what am I up to? FlameCon is this weekend. So if you're in New York and you want to come to FlameCon, which is Flame the Con. largest queer Comic-Con in the United States, Ooh. it's at the Sheraton in Times Square. And I'm going to be there both as a, a private citizen and also as on the Polygon show. Uh, we're doing a panel there. Uh, 1230 Some. to 115 on the main stage. Oh, my gosh. That's yeah, awesome. I'm super That's excited. So cool. it's, it's a really fun con. I'm going to try not to buy too much art because I have a problem with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but other than that, <laughs> yes. So that's what I'm going to be doing this week. It Christina, could have been like you... a pyromaniac convention. Or it could have been. It could have been. You wouldn't have been surprised. You'd be like, oh, there goes Simone. Oh, um, uh, uh, just because uh, by the time um, this comes out, uh, it'll be before next week's show. But uh, Shinmu 1 and 2 is available, like, comes out in five days. Really? For what yeah. systems? Yeah, Xbox um, it, it's going to be Xbox and uh, Steam. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, All right. Well, it's just like my Switch. That's, you know. I know. Everything should be on Switch. It's the problem. Christina, where can we find you online? Uh, you can find me playing Shinmu on Xbox uh, next week, but you can also find me at Film Underscore Girl on, um, on, on Twitter and Instagram. Noise. Brianna, what about you? Uh, you can also find me playing Shinmu on Xbox <laughs> because I never finished part two. Um, it was very sad and tragic. Uh, no. And also find me on the Twitter machine, though I'm not been posting much lately. Mm-hmm. Kind of busy right now. So. Yeah. You can find me playing still Zelda on the Switch um, and also on Twitter at Doom Quasar, though I've been trying also, like Brie, to tweet less, which has been great. And you can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts and then you can give it a nice rating and a review and a little a, a, sort of the words that are coming to my mind. And I'm going to say them are emotional rubdown. And I don't know <laughs> why. But that's what that's what a rating and a review is in a way. Like it's nice. It's a nice Fair. little exfoliant for the feelings. Whoa. Thanks so much for that. Terminated. <laughs> Terminated. Terminated. <laughs> <laughs>